Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Welcome to the e-commerce conversation with Pat Callahan. A weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics, featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. And now let's move right on over to Pat to see who he has queued up for this week's interview. Welcome to e-commerce conversations. I'm Pat Callahan, and today I am joined by Carolyn Gardner, Director of e-marketing services at SiteBrand, and that's SiteBrand.com out there on the World Wide Web. And SiteBrand's slogan is, we turn shoppers into buyers. Welcome, Carolyn. Thank you so much, Pat. Great to be here. It's great to have you here. One of my favorite parts about this, about the work I do here at the magazine, is I'm fortunate in that I get to meet a lot of interesting people, really intelligent people. And for those who are listening, I was talking to Carolyn on the phone the other day, and she threw out a term I wasn't familiar with, and it was web personalization. Uh, needless to say, I was intrigued right away and managed to talk Carolyn into doing this podcast to talk about web personalization. So, uh, Carolyn, let's jump right into it. What is web personalization? Well, you know, in, in one sentence, Pat, I would say personalization, web personalization is really all about proactively managing the customer experience. And depending on your business and your resources or your customer buying behaviors, the concept of personalization can take on a lot of different flavors, unlike the very vanilla flavor that the one-site or one-size-fits-all approach you're seeing now on a lot of websites. Okay. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Let's Let's talk a little bit about how web personalization can benefit a retailer. Okay. Well, you know, at a very, very high level, the um, going back to the fact that e-commerce marketers do invest a lot of money into driving website traffic, and they do that with email, search, and affiliates. They're spending a lot of money there. Then on the other end, they're scrutinizing all the results. They're looking at analytics, total transactions, cart spend, sales reports, you name it. But for everything in the middle, and by that I'm talking about the website and the management of the customer experience, this is where I see the big disconnect and where I see the huge opportunity for retailers or e-commerce marketers to embrace personalization. And really specifically to answer your question, what personalization can do is ultimately um, get higher, faster conversion rates, increased profitability, deeper, stickier visits, um, things like increased loyalty, increased average cart spends. I mean, the list really, really goes on because what personalization is doing is creating that relevant, personal site experience. And those are certainly 
Absolutely all benefits. One thing I want to talk a little bit more about is the good old conversion rate. Mm -hmm. I think that's never too far from, from any e-commerce owner's mind. How can web personalization specifically increase conversion rates? Well, I think what it, when you think about personalization, what it's doing is unlike a lot of websites that are static and creating the one, one experience regardless of who the visitor is, personalization is actually using other um, parts of the equation, other behaviors and, and attributes, I'll call them, but essentially saying, okay, who is this visitor? What are they looking for? And what's going to motivate them to get to the checkout faster? So, you know, it really comes down to creating the right message, pitching the right product, and um, giving the customer a feeling of uh, confidence and um, persuasion, really, so that they'll take their cart, fill it up, and go to the checkout. Okay. I'm assuming this works in a similar way to lowering shopping cart abandonment. Yes, actually, um, yeah, lowering shopping cart abandonment definitely fits into personalization. In fact, we can run campaigns specifically built around that exact problem. And what it comes down to is, you know, most, most retail uh, e-commerce marketers, they understand where the drop-off points are, and they know, for example, that if somebody has been on the site for more than X minutes or they've clicked through more than four clicks, they're at risk of losing that person. So with personalization, what we can do is fire up messages that are very relevant to save the sale. So, for example, it might be something around the fact that, um, you know, if they've been there for a few minutes, perhaps they're not finding what they're looking for. So let's serve something that says, can't find what you're looking for, try our handy uh, search tool, or, you know, can't find what you're looking for, call our 1-800 number, things like that. And that can really help keep that person engaged and get them over the finish line. That's interesting to me for a lot of different reasons. I want to backtrack for a second and talk about web personalization, the term. Mm-hmm. How long is how long has this been around? Is it am, am I just always the last one to know? <laughs> um, you know, it's been around several years, but it's still it's not mainstream like email search, affiliate marketing. It's still something that's out there, and it could, like I, I think if you were to to ask and do a survey about what does personalization mean to you, you're going to hear a lot of different things. And um, but I know you know at SiteBrand we started developing personalization seven years ago. And so it's, it's been out there for quite a while. It's just, I think, you know, I think for marketers, they're just, it's something that they're, it's a big disconnect, as I said. I think there's been so much effort on, okay, we've got to drive traffic to the site. We've got to, you know, analyze what's happening. And they're, they're just sort of missing that key part, which is all about the experience of that customer on the site. And, you know, I mean, it's, as I said, there's, there's the savvy marketers that are doing it, they're, they're seeing results. And, and they're converting more customers into into shoppers. When, when Carolyn and I talked earlier and talked a little bit more about about web personalization, she was she was very quick to point out that this is not web analytics and it shouldn't be considered web analytics. And why web analytics certainly has its place, web personalization just seems a little bit more friendlier to me. Yeah, you know, and you know, just to expand on that, essentially. Web analytics is something that, I mean, a lot of e-commerce marketers depend on it. They, they, they've got it on their, on their radar. They're looking at the reports. But unless you do something with those numbers, it's almost meaningless. So personalization literally helps these marketers to take that data and turn them into actions that will convert uh, these visitors into buyers. 
You know what I mean? So if you notice, for example, that you know, you'll look at different parts of your uh, all the different reports that you've got, and you might notice, hey, we seem to have this uh, this very high performing area or low performing area. How can we better better take advantage of, of the situation? How can we really test, measure, and refine our marketing messages around what we're seeing in these reports? So, like, what I mean is finding those profitable areas or the not-so-profitable areas and taking personalization into the, into the mix so that you can um, literally engage these visitors so that they are getting the messages at the right time and the messages that they're getting are relevant to what they're looking for. And so, for, you know, if you've invested in analytics, um, what do you do with the data, right? So you might notice that there's a lot of reports indicating you've, the ratio of first-time visitors versus repeat visitors. And how do you, as a marketer, how can you treat these people differently? And with personalization, just as one example, you can run campaigns so that the person coming into your site for the very first time will experience a very different web message. And it could be around, you know, an incentive that might say, hey, um, uh, if it, you know, save 10% on your first purchase with us today. And yet if the, a visitor comes in who's been there several times and a repeat visitor, you might try to think about different loyalty campaigns that would apply to that type of visitor. This is just one example. And I think those are great examples because they go, uh, to me, they go to the root of personalizing a web experience, mm -hmm. and hence web, yeah. web personalization. You know, another interesting um, sort of takeaway on, um, on how personalization can really apply, if you're a business who's selling internationally, how can you really leverage these markets? And, you know, for example, you might say, well, we're selling a lot of stuff to Canada. Um, now, what am I doing there to make sure that I'm really maximizing those selling opportunities? And again, with personalization, you can recognize when a visitor is coming in from a Canadian address and treat them differently. And you might say, hey, we ship to Canada. Now, that message would only apply to the Canadian visitor. And right away, it sets the stage and says, you know what? This is a site you want to stay on because we will ship to you, and it's hassle-free. Yeah. Personalize those messages. Yep. So, Carolyn, tell me, in your opinion, why should this be a high priority? In, in, in this? Well, you know, I think, um, you, you know, everybody listening to this podcast can probably admit they've invested a fair share of money into e-commerce. But if I was to ask you if you've invested in customer experience and management, proactively managing the customer experience on your website, am I going to see so many heads nodding? That's the big question. So, you know, if managing and investing in the customer experience is part of your corporate objective, then I really believe personalization needs to be high on the list of priorities for 2008, bar none. Okay. One of the things I found out in speaking with you and doing a little bit of research on my own that I wanted you to talk about was that a lot of these things that are going on through web personalization are, I shouldn't say a lot, of, I guess everything is happening in real time. Yes. And, and to me, that is the, the magic, right? That's the real power of personalization. Because if you, um, if you can't change in real time, you're going to miss opportunities. And if you use the analogy of uh, a brick and mortar store, when someone walks into your store, so you've, you've done some ads, you've driven, people are being driven into your store, you've got people there, not just at the cash, which would, on a web would be the checkout, you've got people literally walking around the store watching customers' um, behaviors. And so basically, 
you'll notice things like, wow, okay, this person's looking at all our really high-end business suits, so I'm going to try to upsell and cross-sell these really nice expensive accessories. On the flip side, if they're looking at sale items, then you're not going to take that approach. You'll take a different approach. And, uh, and you do that at a brick-and-mortar store, obviously, in real time. You, you can't delay, right? There's not that option. So why is the website being treated differently? To me, uh, if you're serious about selling online, you have to take all the principles that people have come to expect in the brick-and-mortar stores online. And that comes down to not just, you know, good shipping and, you know, easy returns and all that stuff. It comes down to the whole experience and making sure that when that person's browsing your site, that depending on what they're looking at, you're presenting the right message with the right product, the right service at the right time. And it has to be done in real time. You know, if it's not done in real time, the person will click back to their Google search and they'll go somewhere else. And why wouldn't they? Exactly. I mean, it's not like you get back in the car if you're out at a brick and mortar and you can drive somewhere else. Well, that's it. And, you know, I, I, I also I've said to people, when um, on the web, people, visitors, can be very rude. If they search for, say, um, you know, blue jeans and they, and they click through, they, a lot of them, you know, the bounce rate on those types of things is very high because if they land on your site and say, ah, you know what, looks really not for me, they'll leave right away. They won't be polite about it. So... <laughs> I make it a point to be rude on the web <laughs> at, at, all, at all times. I'm kidding, Carolyn, of course. <laughs> well, you know what? But compared to brick, like a brick and mortar store, it's harder. You can't, you know, you'll walk in and you'll be, oh, I'm just looking, and because you're talking to a real person, right? So there's more time for kind of not really being there as a service person. But on a web page, on a website, people make an instant decision about whether they, they are going to get what they want right away. And if they don't see it, there's millions of other places they can go. And I, I think that's true. And I think that's kind of the underlying factor behind all this e-commerce yes. is is right there i mean they, they have they have choices and, and if you can't keep, if you can't keep them there they're they're going to go somewhere else and not in a matter of minutes in a matter of seconds exactly okay carolyn i have a question every business is different how can you or site brand or web personalization how can how can we apply or implement web personalization to sites that are so different well, you know what? That is a great question, and it's true. I mean, every business has a, a unique set of products or services. They have very um, unique customers and prospects and, and people that are coming into their site. So I think, you know, the solution and the advice that, that our business analysts give to our customers really varies depending on a lot of different things. But what I can tell you, and anyone who's listening, is um, ask yourself some questions. You know, if you're investing in analytics, what are you doing with the data? Are you actually taking those numbers, the reports that are in there, and turning them into actionable campaigns or promotions that can help you convert more sales? Because at the end of the day, it really is all about conversion. Um, or when you're looking at sales reports, are you seeing trends with seasons or where you ship or what you ship? Because again, these are opportunities that you should be really digging into and saying, all right, you know what, we noticed that in January, we sell a lot of um, skis to people in Colorado. Or um, in 
in July we sell a lot of sunscreen to people in Florida, whatever the case. And then you can start building special campaigns through personalization that recognize these types of visitors or, or these seasonal trends or, or whatever the case. Um, what are your bounce rates? Uh, with Googling, and, and it's really a verb these days, people are Googling all the time, and when <laughs> you click like we just talked about, we want to get to a site and it's got to be relevant to what we're looking for. So does your site deliver relevant content to each and every visitor, or do you have that vanilla sort of flavor happening and, and are you losing a lot of people because of that? It's all about really thinking about your customers, and I think you know, that's the name of the game for 2008. Um, I think you know, we've spent too much time investing all this money um, without actually um, taking the customer and their, their thoughts and their feelings into the picture. And with personalization, you can do that. You can do it proactively. You can do it in real time. So just you know, what I would really encourage people is think about the data that you've got at your fingertips and how you can use personalization to turn it into conversions. Carolyn, I really want to thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation with Pat Callahan. I hope you enjoyed it. Tune in next week for another new episode to find out who Pat will be speaking with.